Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us. 580-5436, 580-KIDO. It's Dave at PetsoFinancial.net, if you prefer. You know, we had our, if my voice sounds a little bit um, weak, <laughs> it probably is. Um, four hours or five hours of total of discussion. We had dinner afterwards and all with everybody. It was, uh, it was a, an incredible afternoon, evening where we had our Christmas party. The reason I bring that up is all the discussions and, 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 and talking about things, and I, I found it a much more, if you will, optimistic environment than I would have expected. Uh, happy, optimistic, looking forward. And and yet, if you if you think about the news of the day, you think about the worries. The market isn't doing that well. Oh, it's bounced off of its lows. Big deal. Nobody's predicting a grand 2023. Most people, as always, it's lazy work is the best work. Why change directions? If the market is going up, why wouldn't it go up next year? If the market's going down, why won't it go down next year? So most predictions are not very positive. And yet people were. I mean, I mean, their portfolios are down. Why optimism? I, I just think that's incredible. And it makes me realize it's not because of the Christmas season. It's not because of the wine that was flowing. Those things all help. It was, though, because people, by and large, really are used to markets going down sometimes and not being able to, not even trying to, not even thinking about timing it. Just, it goes down. And then it goes back to all-time highs. And in between, it still is paying dividends, income. And in most cases, most years, almost every single year, even when the market goes down, the income rises up. Say, what? You mean like rises up after in the next year? You know, comes back even more? I get that. No. This is a really important point to understand. Collectively, the dividends of the S&P 500 go up almost every single year. I mean, almost every single year for the last 100 years, they go up. But markets don't go up every year. And they're not waiting for the market to recover. The income itself goes up. Procter & Gamble pays a rising stream of dividends for, I think, 80 years now. They kept, keep raising it every year. Well, the market hasn't gone up 80 years in a row you can look it up if you must, but I'm pretty sure you know that's true. Collectively, it goes up. And for some reason, we just don't understand that. We're like, oh, my gosh, my income's going to go down. I'm going to lose my money. It's all done. And, and, and we kind of lose sight of the fact that we plan for it. And, and, and when you invest in the market, stocks, the greatest wealth creation machine ever devised. You're just buying the greatest piece of the greatest corporations in the world. That's it. There is nothing else that you're really doing. And you get a share of their profits in the form of dividends. And over the years, it goes up. And my feeling is, is it like, were people disappointed that their accounts were not? I'm sure they were. Were they expecting it? Sure. Maybe not this much. Maybe not at this time. Maybe not as severe. I don't know. But people were just generally super happy. But if you watch TV, are you super happy? No. It's all bad all the time. It's never been this bad. Yeah, I had a little reflection with um, a long-time couple. Got a couple, sorry. 
mother and son. And, you know, to thinking about how bad things have really been in the past. Oh, it's never been this bad. Yeah, it has. It's been way worse. Way worse. No, it's all upside down. I know. It's terrible. But it's been worse. A lot worse. A lot worse. And we worry and we fuss and we talked about it. It was really an interesting discussion. I just found it, I don't know, coming away. It was like, wasn't that the best? My wife and I were like, that was just the best. The best time. I mean, it is, it's tiring to engage with people for a long, long period of time. And it's tiring and it's amazingly fun. It's unbelievably rewarding. But I got to say, it's like, it just doesn't make sense that everybody is so happy when it appears everybody is supposed to be so unhappy. It's interesting. Really interesting to me. How people came away and they were so happy. Because I think people know. I think people kind of get it. Now, generally, do they? No, I, I get that. But our clients, I've been doing this for 40 years. We educate all the time. Stop it. I know. I know. Markets fluctuate. Stop it. I, you know, we, it's always coming at them, right? No, we're not going to do anything different. No, we're not going to hedge this. No, we're not going to do that. No. We're going to buy and own the great corporations of the world. And we'll make a change here or there, a little one there, and a little one there. And that's it. And that's how everybody gets wealthy. And that's how people, as, as, as I saw, are calm. They don't worry about their money. Not like most people do. I mean, what a higher level, of, if you will, of being to not worry about money. You have it. Well, you're supposed to worry about it. Well, no, you're not. And it just was, it was this amazing thing. So I, I just, I, 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 during this Christmas season, whatever, this tumultuous end of year, this political environment we live in, this everybody's woke weirdness that we have, where the left won't stop, even when they get caught with their hand in the cookie jar, the woke media won't stop. There really isn't a laptop. Don't look. Oh, yeah, we'll be, yeah there is, but okay. It's, it's, we didn't cover that up. No. Yeah, you did. And they won't stop. So we have this weird environment. But that's what it is. Generally, people... aren't as worried as I think we portray them to be. I think they think they're going to get meals and their accounts are going to bounce back up. I think people are getting smarter. Market's correct. So what? So what? What am I supposed to do? Light a match? Set my hair on fire and run around the room screaming? What good is that going to do? It always comes back and goes to all-time highs. Why worry? Why indeed? Fun night. Great takeaway. Found it very interesting. All right, we've got to take a quick break. Our number is 580-5436-580-KIDO. It's Dave at PetzoFinancial.net. We'll be right back. Hello, welcome, and thanks for joining us, 580-KIDO. That's our number, Dave at PetzoFinancial.net. You know, uh, we'll, get, we'll be diving into, as we have been, into uh, back to basics, right? We're going to continue to talk about some of the basics in the markets. And I, I have been asked this question twice this week. Tell me again why and what is 
the difference in, in why annuities can't be bought. And so I will touch on it. I'm not going to go into a big dissertation. I will touch on it again and, and give you some of the differences, okay? All right, into why they should be, generally speaking, avoided. And certainly the ones that are pimped all the time need to be avoided. There are so many better solutions out there. And I'll touch on that in the next hour, okay? We'll just touch on it. Don't worry. I'm not going to go and spend the next hour talking about it. We've talked about it before. And you can go to our website, Why Equity Indexed Annuities Don't Work. It's right there on our website, anytime you want. All right. Speaking of what's on the website, here's something that's a super, super important, okay? I think it's important to have correct information, unbiased, unfiltered information from the smartest people on the planet that aren't trying to make a point politically. How do you do that? It's pretty rare. It really is. People have their own bias. I do, you do, we all do. But when it comes to money, it comes to finances, the expectation is we set that aside. I don't care whether you voted for a Democrat or a Republican, a lunatic or a, a fringy, okay? I don't care. When it comes to how you manage money, unless your politics come into it, then I care. Unbiased, unfiltered is hard to find. Brilliant is even harder to find. If you want to know what's really going on in the energy industry, take an hour, maybe even more. Might break it in half. We've never done a Zoom this long. But it's out there on YouTube, Petso Financial. You can go to it through our, our um, webpage. It's unbelievably good. This gentleman, Jim Murchie is his name. Remarkable background. I've seen him many, many, many times. I learned something every single time. We had him for over an hour answering questions about pipelines, energy transmission, green energy, electric cars, all of it, all of it. And in the end, you know what everybody says? I really don't know if he's a liberal or not. I, I don't know. Because we all come into it thinking a certain way about a certain thing. He blows up a lot of opinions. He does, by clear thinking. I think it's just, it, to, to, to even talk about energy, you need to have some of this data. I really highly recommend it. It's worth it. And besides, the thing is, you can go to it, and if for whatever reason you're the only person out there that goes, I can't stand this anymore. I've been watching for 20 minutes, and... I'm getting nothing out of this. Well, that hasn't happened that I know of. But it's really, to me, is really that important. I, so I'm going to recommend it. All right. So that's out there. We just posted it yesterday. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Okay. So is 6040 dead? We're going to talk a little bit about that next hour, too. I talked about, touched on it last week. But this is something that just is, keeps coming up. 6040 dead. The other thing that I want to point out. Super important. Wall Street Journal finally covered it last week. That literally billions of dollars are being lost by people leaving money in the big banks. This is not an anti-bank thing. It's just why are people earning 0.1 on their, quote, savings? Well, you know, if you have $5,000, who cares? But people have millions of dollars. And they're earning nothing on it when interest rates are as high as four now. Four on liquid stuff. All right, we got to take a break here for Fox News. We'll be back after Fox News. Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us. And as I always say, these are my opinions and my opinions only. They're not this station. And I hope you don't take anything. If we mention a stock or something, that you should go buy it. You know, I had an interesting conversation last night about, and, and, and it leads me to this thought and I, 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 that lays over top of what we're going to talk about. Yeah, it came up and said, please, would you tell these two right here what, I can't understand it. I don't know. It's too complicated for me. Why don't annuities work? 
And so I said, well, number one, this is, it's an incredibly complex product, okay? So I can't break it down in a matter of a few buzzwords, an elevator speech, if you will. I can't do that. You know, to really totally crucify these horrifying products, you really have to concentrate and you really need, it takes time and some deep thought. They're just really horrible. So let me put it this way. If we took 25% of our clients' money to put it in this amazing thing, that has market returns with no risk of the downside. And of course, this is what I ought to be doing with all of my money. I'm just beyond dumb. But let's just talk about what that would mean financially. It would mean $25 million payday. And 25% of the money we'd have to do nothing with because it's all tied up for the next 10 years. It's done. Well, you know, Miss Smith, I don't think I need to talk to you for 10 years. That's it. Bye. There's nothing to manage. 25 million. Boom. Done. Guess I'm too dumb to do that. Oh, okay. Well, I know. I get it. Okay. So, but there's all these cool things and that they hear about. All right. So that's not enough of an explanation. Is just that I want to turn down $25 million. Incredible. Because they're not regulated, they can lie about things like there are no fees, right? Or you don't want to pay those fees to your financial advisor. It's absurd, but okay, whatever. Because a 10% commission is not a fee. Wink, wink. What? I mean... It's a fee in my world. It's a fee in everybody's world. But in, in insurance world, do, 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 do. I don't want any licenses. Don't, don't, I don't want a securities license because then I got to tell the truth. Oh, God. I'm not going to be a CFP. Why would I be a certified financial planner? You have to be a fiduciary and tell the truth. Oh, no, we can't do that. No, let's not do that. So we carry no licenses, no certifications. Only an insurance license, which apparently is a license to, I don't want to say lie because that's too strong a word because everybody says instead, fib? No, that's too strong a word. Uh, mislead? Okay. Misinform? Okay. Not tell the whole story? Yeah, it is. I can't wave a magic wand and make insurance laws correct. But here's the big picture, not trying to dive so far in the weeds. There are so many products out now that are traded literally like every day. They're called exchange-traded funds. They have buffers on them. So you can buffer the downside. You're not that optimistic about the market? We use them all the time. Great. I, I don't want to lose the first 10%. Okay. You don't have to. Well, that comes at no cost. No, there's cost. You don't. Get the dividends, for example. Oh. So all it is is you have to define what you're willing to and want to give up. Not pretending that, that with lack of disclosures that you can have the market returns with no risk. No, you can't. You don't get the dividends in any circumstances. The returns are capped. Now, when we get into a volatile period like we are now, we use them. Why? Because... Without going too far into the weeds, you got to understand the options and, the, and those kinds of things. Why would I get 22% of upside? Because it's volatile right now. Normal times, you only get 10. Oh, well, I don't want 10. I want 20. If the market happens to explode higher, I want to get it all. Me too. Me too. So it's only used during those times. Yeah, and those, and those option riding ones that pay more than 10% income currently only during volatile times. Use them now, not later. Didn't use them a year ago, no volatility. Using them now, oh, okay. There are times with different things to use them. And, but understand all those tools and levers are out there. 
And guess what? There's no 10% commission. There's no tying your money up for more than up a day if you change your mind. Choose to move a different direction. All kinds of things out there. They even have some that guarantee the full downside. They have saw these structured notes. They're even talking about them now on CNBC. First time I've heard it. I was in the car and, and heading home yesterday. I heard somebody talking about the beauty of structured notes. Literally. Say, well, what are you doing for your clients then right now if you won't be buying bonds in, a mar in the market? Oh, well, we're using structured notes. Oh, yeah. Because you can. Because the banks compete for it. It's really a cool thing. And you, do, and you structure it however you want. All the downside protected. Oh, I don't need all the downside protected. When the market's down 20%, it's never gone down 30 more. I'll take 30. So what kind of upside cap do you have? None. Really. Volatility, all these things come into play. You don't have to tie your money up forever if you are that worried. But here's the beauty of it. And I said this in the first part. We don't need that because this, what we're acting like with this whole bit is that it's not a portfolio. It's like it's a product war. What's the very best product out there? Well, it's an equity index annuity because you get the only upside, no downside. No, it's not. Number one, it's a sack of excrement. That's what that product is. We won't use it because I have a soul. Not because I don't want $25 million. It's because it's terrible. But that doesn't take away from the fact that it doesn't mean you take this product over here and go, well, what about a CD then? Well, maybe a CD fits, but it's not an all or none. It's a portfolio. It's a portfolio. And then you don't get stuck in this product war nonsense. Like, oh, you, you got to do it all here. No. You own dividend-paying stocks, not exclusively, because that means you couldn't own Google or Amazon. Oh, or the Internet of Things, biotech. There's lots of things you just don't have. But is the core of an income portfolio, or even a core of a portfolio as you're approaching retirement, is it in dividend-paying stocks? Yes. Yes. Are there annuities that are... Okay for a little slice. Yes. But they have to be done in a way, number one, not by insurance. People that have licenses that are tied into the market. There can be all kinds of income guarantees, things that make sense on a piece. It's a complicated product. It's not all or none. And we talk about this as if, as if it's product wars. Stocks versus an equity index annuity. No, it's a portfolio. Which leads me to this part. I touched on this. $42 billion is how much money, $42 billion, not small change, in just the top five banks came out yesterday in the Wall Street Journal. That's how much is being lost by people sitting in cash in their savings account, earning Point four. When you've got money markets at 3.8, you've got U.S. government floating rate mortgages traded in an exchange-traded fund. Okay, is that a mouthful or what? But you're right. You caught the keywords. U.S. government, so there's no credit risk. Traded every day, liquidity, and floating rate. Those are the three key things. What does floating rate mean? It means you're not tying it up, and if interest rates rise, guess what happens? Your income rises. And they're yielding over four. Not to mention online super whatever 2% savings account somewhere on the universe, which is actually what they're comparing to, which they're getting 2% instead of zero or near zero. Okay, big deal. You get the point. There's a lot of stuff that's changed in the last six months. And we need to open up our eyes. It's part of the portfolio. Not, we don't want to silo these things. Well, I've got a pile of it in an annuity because the word they always just say is guarantee, 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 guarantee. And all I want is a guarantee, guarantee, guarantee. 
All right. Frighten people to death. The guarantee becomes important. All I'm saying is there's lots of other things for that little piece. But if we think of it as a silo, all on its own, it becomes this product war thing. Ours is better than yours. Yours is better than them. It's not, it doesn't make any sense. What we're saying is if you want cost of living adjusted income all the days of your life, what does that look like? A product? No, it looks like a portfolio. An entire portfolio. The core of which is dominated by the greatest income machine on the planet that has raised dividends at three times the rate of inflation. Three times the rate of inflation for the last 50 years. Dividend-paying stocks, particularly those that are the serial dividend increasers. Incredible wealth machines. Incredible income machines, the greatest income story never told. That is a dominant piece. It's not the whole piece. It's not product wars. Within that, for people that are very nervous and all, you can, and it's it, even that, there's structured notes. You do the structured notes that I was just talking about. You do some of that, so it, 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 it stops the downside, if that's important, on a piece of it. We now have, because things have changed in the last six months, you're getting some income on the cash. It needs to be helping put income in the portfolio. Not, oh, you need a whole bunch of cash right now because the market's going to crash. That's not that decision, is it? It's part of the portfolio. And it's now contributing instead of taking from. We might even be able to own some bonds for the first time in well over 10 years. The 60-40 that I've talked about being terrible, and now everybody's talking about it being broken, is only broken because it was broken this year. And that means now prices on bonds might be more attractive. It was broken for 10 years. It now might be fixed. Don't pay attention to the noise. Open your eyes. And as we look at this and we think about it, we now realize we don't have to talk about product wars. We talk about portfolios of inflation-adjusted income all the days of our life that you can't outlive. That's a portfolio, not a product. So when we get into this, well, what about annuities? And blah, 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 blah. No, they're bad. Because they're thought of and sold wrong because they're thought of as a product, the thing that you need to have as your entire portfolio. And it's sold that way. Why? Because they get 10% commission on however much is put in. So let's put the whole million in. Of course. Instead of it being a portfolio. And I'll just say it this way. We have seen all of the equity indexed annuities. We don't use any. We've seen the non-commissioned ones. The ones that don't take 10%, they take nothing. We don't use them. Structured notes and exchange-traded funds are so much better, so much less cost, and can be designed exactly the way you want it to be and competed for by all the major banks. That's how you drive costs down. Not paying out 10% commissions. They're all out there. And we just have to open up and get away from this idea of what's the best product? Should I be buying CDs? Should I be owning this? Should I get some of that? No. Does it fit your objective, your portfolio? What are you trying to do? Well, but I'm really scared. I get that. I understand. The world's confusing to me. I lost my husband. I lost my wife. I lost my partner, the person I bounce ideas off of. Whatever it is, I'm getting old and I just can't think as well. I don't understand the world anymore. All of these things come in together to make us all scared, confused, and easily pointed towards a product idea. Oh, 
Okay, because I can. I, then I don't have to. I don't have to have lots of different things, lots of thoughts, lots of solutions. I I have one. And I know I don't understand it very well, but it's easier to understand poorly one thing than it is like ten. But the thing is, with a portfolio, you don't have to understand it all. You have to understand what the goal is. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? And we build that. And today you can build it so much better, so much more efficient, so much lower cost. And, and I know 99.9% of the people can't. They don't have enough knowledge. But all of the costs are coming down from hiring a financial advisor for, to, to, to the fees inside the exchange-traded funds, to the fees that the banks are charging for structured notes. You could be part of a $5 million note, which is competed for by Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan, all the others, Morgan Stanley, on and on. That's how you drive the cost down, even if you only want 25000 Why? Because you're part of an organization that's doing $5 million. That's all changed over the past decade. Costs are coming down because technology is so great. And we just, it's confusing, I know, but there's so much out there that is so good, so low cost, so helpful for people. And again, I want to get back to the basics. The best thing you can own isn't a hedge, isn't it a this, and isn't it a that. There are times when a structured note gives you so much leverage on the upside, it's just remarkable. But by and large, what you just want to own is you want to own the greatest corporations of the world. Collect the dividends. Don't give up the dividends. It's a big part of the return in the long run. And just own them. And that's the core of your portfolio. And you get rich. It's not that complicated. But we have all kinds of tools now. So you don't have to run scared. You don't have to be scared into products. It's not product wars. It's portfolios. Building portfolios. And that's what struck me as we're having this discussion. That's, this is not silos of product. Mine's better than yours. It's product. It's product. All right, I got to take a quick break. I'm running way over. Jim, you're going to have to hang on here. And our number is 580-5436-580-KIDO. We'll be right back. Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining me, us, Bo is here, too, as he is every Saturday. I got to tell you, I've done this radio show for over 30 years, and uh, this young man is top, 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 tops. He is. I know Kevin feels the same way, and that's what matters because that's his boss. But, you know, for this couple hours, Bo has done a great job. He is. Uh, he's on it. He listens uh, to the show. He's probably a financial genius by now. <laughs> it's a little self-serving, but... Uh, uh, I really enjoy working with him. He's a, he's a real pro. And I have been here for a long, long time. And I, so I mean that with all sincerity. Thank you, Bo. And uh, happy holidays. All right, let's go to the phones. It is 580-5436. Jim, thanks for holding. Go ahead, please. I got rolling. I couldn't let you on. Morning, Dave. How's it going? Good, good. Yeah, you were rolling. And uh, years ago, you mentioned that you were talking to uh, insurance executives and you had indicated that you were kind of optimistic that you were making inroads, that they were understanding that maybe some proper disclosure should be given about annuities. I was wondering whatever happened to that little uh, uh, of yours. Glad you brought it up. They did some. They did not shut it down. And I, I, but I am, I am pleased because some, one of the more egregious uh, people that, in fact, used to be on air, uh, is gone. Lost his license. And that is hard to do. I'm telling you, it's really hard to do. I think I remember who you're talking about. Yep, he's gone. You notice he just kind of disappeared and is out there. He can't. He doesn't have a even. He can't even get an insurance license. And that's. I'm just telling you, it's that's pretty all, darn all hard to lose. Run, all he did was run tapes every every week. Yeah, yeah. Well, by and large, they do, and 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 that's fine. There's no real def, different message. I mean, it, we're just talking about a annuity. It's the only product. Yeah. It's product wars, right? Right. It's like that. You don't need a portfolio. You need this product, and so um, that's all they're doing is selling a product. It's no different than selling a car. There isn't a different message. Just go ahead and repeat what you say. 
So well, for me, that takes all the excitement out of it. If you just buy one thing and forget about it, what excitement is there? Is there you know? <laughs> well, I, I know, but that's part of the pitch, isn't it? You don't want your money to be exciting, do you? Right? It's okay. All right. You're right. I don't want it to grow. I don't want it to. Yeah. I kind of do. That's why I never wanted a regular paycheck. I like to work at different jobs and get different paychecks at different times. You know what? I Well, I would agree. I've actually, I'm trying to think. Yeah, when I was in high school, I had a job. I had a job that paid. After high school... I only ate what I killed. That's always been true, literally since I was, uh, well, since I was 18 years old, which is really weird and maybe makes me very, very unusual. But I, I do understand that thought process. Uh, I enjoy the fact that uh, I, I earn whatever it is I earn. You know, it's not, uh, it's not, uh, and trying to find those great people to surround yourself with, which I have, and help you propel forward, you know, because you can't do it on your own. You, you, you can't grow to size and uh, if you have, don't have people to help you. And so hopefully you find those right people on the bus. And, and I have. It's been a fantastic ride. They're just amazing people. Now, um, you know, it is an interesting thing, though, because the, 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 back to what you were asking about, the, the, have they done better? Yes. The advertising's changed. What, what I find horrible is what's still allowed, and I don't really think it's allowed. Um, but it's, but it doesn't seem to be stopped is the idea that you can say there are no fees, right? Or you got to avoid fees and you don't have fees with this annuity. Well, that's not true. A 10% commission is a fee on anybody's definition on any planet, but somehow they can say that. So Jim, there are, there are some things that weren't tightened down, but as far as the actual material, I believe the state has done a pretty good job of not allowing them to just come in and say you get the upside of the market with no uh, downside, and you don't get the upside. So I think there's some of those things that you are uh, ha- have been clamped down on, and in particular, getting rid of the most egregious people is important, and they've done a decent job of that. I don't want to just throw them under the bus and say they haven't done a job. I don't think it's adequate. I think they should do more because you know what? All those seniors particularly that are vulnerable to this nonsense and, and, and particularly vulnerable to fear, um, you know, they just are, are seeking something that isn't fearful. I've had people well, come in the office and go, yeah, I know, I heard you talk about annuities. And then they've got five of them, five yeah. different ones. It's like, why are you here? Well, like, like when they say, you know, say, say the fee, save the fee you're paying to your financial advisor, meaning that he's working for free. So Correct. That's, that's the idea. I know. And, and, and so that part is, I thought, was um, taken out of the code. But I, I have heard that said. So I, I, I know it's still said, I'll, probably weekly. I don't know. I'm not a listener. I can't, can't, I can't do it. I just can't do it. It would Please be me, something it, like put me in a box and needles in my eye, but don't turn on the radio and have this guy telling me about equity index annuities. That would put me over the top. Yeah. Anyway, I was just uh, going to break that up because you yep. were uh, talking I, to those guys a while back. State's done some. I know they're bureaucrats. I totally get it. And I also know that the head of the Department of Insurance, um, I, I don't know if he's still there, honestly, but uh, it was part of the industry, and I know he was sincere in his efforts. I really do. And he did do some things. I just want. I just wish somebody would come in and, and do it. Do it. Go get them, right? Go get them. Yeah, get them out of there. It is, you know, it, it's like uh, uh, let the buyer beware, right? I mean, the individual person needs more intelligence and all that, you know, about how the economy works and all that and uh, whatever. They so do, they but many people and don't. That's what you're trying to do, I know. I know. And that, I, 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 hey, look, if everybody would sit down and listen for 30 years before I was around and keep listening to me and whatever, and they knew some stuff about finance, that's fine. But what I'm really talking about, too, are people like my, grandpa, my grandma, okay? You know, when you have to take her phone away, she just doesn't get it. She fell prey to everything and did for years, and you finally have to take her phone away. And I, I don't mean this in a bad way. It was, we did it to protect her. We had to have her mail sent, um, you know, not to her. She couldn't get her mail. And, and it's just a sad thing. People get twisted, and they get confused. And we all do. And we My just want something safe. Same. My grandmother was the same way. I mean, you know, as I was told, she had several life insurance policies and all this kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, 
Yep. Anyway, take care. Thanks, have Jim. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. And we are uh, uh, we're going to take a break here for Fox News. Channel 7, 7 Cares Day. Here we got it going on today. It looks like even till uh, afternoon, the rain's going to hold off, at least according to my little weather app. That's kind of nice. And uh, it looks all blustery out there, but it's a little warmer, so that's good. And rain is on the way, but not until this afternoon, so we ought to be able to get this thing done. Give us a call here, 580-KIDO. We'll be right back. Hello, good morning, welcome. 7 Cares Day. I... Uh, I got to tell you, we're, I, we have been involved in Seven Cares since the beginning. Um, when I got a phone call from Doug Armstrong, and they were just starting, and I think we all forget how little this was and how much the community rallied to this. And he asked for a, a sizable donation at that time, and he was trying to round up about five, six businesses, maybe seven. But I remember I was at a conference and I was on the phone with him and wanted to know about the, the charities a little bit before I threw my hat in. And, and he, uh, he said, you're really going to like this because he, he really went through. They didn't just say, let's do these nine charities. There were nine charities that are effective in the community. Now, effective at getting a meal, but also effective at starting programs, getting people off the street, getting them an education, getting them jobs, training, skills, into addiction programs. Stunning, stunning achievement. That time, they only had, they only took donations and all the things were right there at Channel 7 Studios. And people would kind of drive down Fairview and drop off some food and, and interview the little kid. He'd, he'd have his penny jar and stuff like that, which is a wonderful thing. I'm not making fun. But that was one place. They expect to have 250000 this year. But more importantly, the community outreach from Twin Falls over to Ontario, all the way into Eagle and Star. You don't have to come into Albertson Stadium. It's just incredible. And we've seen that, too, because our clients alone had almost $7,000 of cash, food in a truck as well. And, of course, we're going to be contributing as well, as we always do. It's an incredible thing to watch this community build up over the years. So wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So such a neat thing. And I hope you're watching this afternoon or today, watching now, maybe in the background. And we'll certainly be over there right after uh, the show to present our check, food, and all that good stuff. So anyway, hats off to Channel 7 and this great community. Let's go to the phones and our very patient caller. Terry, Terry, thanks for calling. Oh, good morning, Professor. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. But you were talking earlier about the, the fear-mongering and the news and whatnot, and uh, it, it struck me that Back in the day, now granted, I'm I'm dating myself, but Dan Rather and Walter Cronkite and all those leftist talking heads mm-hmm. were so much better at their work. Yep, they were, and they were. They, they, even though they were leftists, they they still reported the news. They didn't, even if they didn't like it, right? Yeah, you know they, this. They would did, you know. Give you some facts and their support right. staff would work harder at it, and so yeah, it, it we we've got a lazy world. Yeah, it's true. It's disinformation and, of course, echo chambers, uh, although the Wall Street Journal today did a great job of talking about the echo chambers, and sometimes we think it's, you know, on the right and it's on the left. It's, it's much more on the left because you, the right can't avoid the mainstream media. If you're on an airplane, you don't, you don't have a choice of saying uh, at an airport, I, I, I turn that CNN off, I want to watch Fox. Yeah, you don't have that option. It's that's what's there, and so well, CNN's taking care of itself. It'll be gone here for a while. Uh, it certainly is, and they're they're running hard to change, aren't they? They <laughs> they realize they went too far left and blew it. Yep. But but uh, it, the other thing I wanted to emphasize is uh, to all the youngins out there, you know, the kids making a little money. This is a wonderful time to accumulate assets. Uh huh. It is. I, I wish I would have paid attention when I was that age back in the. 70s and eight, early 80s, and markets down, and wow, I'd, I'd hate to think of how much trouble I'd have bothering my broker for, for you making more money. <laughs> it's a, it is the time. As uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the name, I'll get it in a minute. Davis. Davis said, 
um, uh, great old investor. He's long gone, but he said, You're, you make most of your money in bear markets. You just don't yeah. know it at the time. Yeah. Well, I, I, I still remember, I, and I believe it was uh, Will Rogers that you say, don't tell me about the return on my money. Tell me about the return of my money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That, yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd call in and bother you all a little all bit. All right. Well, you have a great rest of the day. Thanks, Terry. Can do, sir. Good day. Bye. And let's go to Bob in Weezer. Bob, thanks for holding. Go ahead, please. Hey, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. And I appreciate you, Dave, and uh, both you and Kevin for doing what you do. I've got a quick question. So in a ballpark figure, as far as fees to to handle my portfolio, what 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 kind of fees are uh, are average? Okay, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Now, they have come down a lot, okay? And so it's across the board. Uh, yeah. The way to actually, if for example, you can always go on because our top fees, highest fees possible, are put online. We put them there. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean that's what you're going to be charged. It's just we ha- we say at this dollar amount, that dollar amount, so on. There's many other factors that come into play. As an example, if somebody's been with us for 20 years, it's very likely that they pay very much below what their what would be stated there, right? They become, you know, they're just used to the program. That's all. So everybody's a little bit different. We're totally independent. So not half of our money doesn't go off to Wall Street. And and, and, and it does at the other firms. So I, I, it's a hard one. It can be up to 1.5%. I don't see that much anymore. I only see that at a Wall Street firm uh, or a very tiny firm. So when you say a Wall Street, you're you're talking about a, a Schwab or an no, Edward no, Jones? No, 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 Schwab, no. Schwab is not. No, Schwab is works with independents like me. Okay? Oh. That's not a Wall Street firm. That's an independent firm. They do not, they, they are not an investment banking firm. They are a custodian okay. firm. Okay? Very good question. I'm glad you brought that up. And so um, what I'm saying when I say that are the old wirehouses, and I'm not putting them down to say this. It's Merrill Lynch. It's UBS. It's um, um, Goldman Sachs. Those are Wall Street firms, okay? That's what. What about Edward Jones? Uh, same thing. They they are too. They're a little bit. They're more. You know, they're more like dock in the box. They're little small ones, right? So it's a little bit. Yeah. More of a, if you will, it's between the independent and and them, okay? So, okay. um, it, I look. This is the world that sounds self-serving, okay? So the world I work in, I live in, and have breathed in for a long, long time is independent. I love that world. I can do what I need to do. We don't send money off to Wall Street. We have the investment bankers compete against each other for our business. So we may want to do a structured note. We put it together. We talk about it. We think about it. The conditions are right. We may do $5 million, but Bob, my guess is that's not going to be $5 million for you. But we can divide that up. We get competitive pricing at $5 million, even though we may, with technology, divide it up into 25 here, 30 there, 17 over here in portfolios. That is beautiful in my mind, okay? But technology, this is only 10 years old. This is is how it's been enabled over the last 10 years. Now, what that also says is, yeah, I got to buy big, fat insurance policies. I got to get software. We got a lot of expenses, but we get to keep all the money. And what that means as a firm gets larger is you probably are 1% or less in fees. It's a long ways to say everybody's different. We have a different operation than others. Uh, we don't sit down every quarter with people unless they need something. We, we, we don't. It just not ne- we don't feel it's necessary. There's others that that's their thing. So we, yeah. we, I'm not saying ours is right. You just find people that you feel comfortable with and but I like the independent world, whether it's my independent okay. world or somebody down the street that says we're doing our own thing and here's how we check out. The SEC looks at us, but here's why we do our own independent thing. And those charges I find are 1% or below. And when I say okay. below, they can run down. It depends on the amount of money, how long you're with the firm. We have people that are paying less than 0.25. That's wonderful. So as I listen to both you and, and Kevin, 
I hear the sincerity in your voices, and I know that you guys are doing the right thing when you when when it's when you when you do what you do. Well, that's kind. I, I, I that, that we, was the reason for my the the call because you know, as I as I watch um, different shows, American Greed, and you see all these all these different types of Ponzi schemes and this that and the other. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of, a lot of anxiety out there and worry out there that you you don't want to get tied up into something like that. You know, you don't. And I, I, we, I actually, this reminded me of a conversation last night. You know, my dad, I, I hired my dad out of retirement. He was with a wirehouse, a, a Wall Street firm, okay? And, 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 and he just wanted to keep working. He didn't want to go kick tail and take names. He just wanted to keep working. And, and that doesn't work in that world, which is another reason I love my world. And, and so he, he still works. And so he was, of course, at our party and our, uh, with his clients as well, and our, our office dinner afterwards. And, 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 and I said, you know, somebody asked a question, and, and, and it was a good one. And it's like I, I just turned to my dad and I said, I, you know, I just don't get it. I don't get why people uh, aren't honest in this business. It's such a great thing to be. You just can make endless amounts of money when you are direct and treat people like you would treat your own parents' money. Absolutely. It just, it, I don't understand shortcutting. And that's, that's not a holier-than-thou statement. It's just I literally, from a greed perspective, I don't get it. I don't get it at all because there's so much more money doing good work. It, it just is unbelievable to me. I, it's completely backwards. So anyway, Bob, I got to roll. I'm afraid hey, I'm running hey, out of time. Thank you, Dave. I thank, thank you, you for the for call. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thanks, Merry sir. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. And, uh, uh, yeah, we got to take a quick break. I'll be back for a couple minutes to wrap things up. We'll be right back. Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining us. Hey, a couple of things uh, here, and, and, I, and I've got one other thing to share with you here uh, about our Back to Basics time. First of all, though, if you miss anything, I already, I already highlighted this amazing Zoom um, with, uh, with the energy expert that I really think you should watch. Okay, give it 20 minutes. If you don't like it, then fine, I, whatever. Send me a nasty note. You want your 20 minutes of life back. It is so super high-level, beautiful information, non-biased. That's at YouTube. You can get there through our website. You can also get to podcasts through our website. 40,000, over 40,000 downloads of our podcasts are out there. So if you miss anything, that's great. Don't, don't worry about it. You can go catch it. I occasionally listen back and go through them. Literally, you can go through them quickly. I do it at one and a half speed. So there you go. Okay. All right. Now I want to touch on this. This is just so important as we get to this time of year and everybody's making their predictions for 2023, what the market's going to do. As John Kenneth Galbraith famously said, the function of economic forecasting is to make astrology look respectable. It's so true. They're wrong all the time, but you'll catch yourself listening. It sounds smart. It sounds right. It sounds correct. Why? Because they've got data like what the P.E. ratio is, or we see earnings doing this and earnings doing that. They're never right on earnings. So they're never right on the most important formula that goes in. It doesn't make them wrong. It makes it impossible. Just don't listen. Don't be driven. Mark is going to do this. Mark is going to do that. What's going to happen is a consensus will be wrong all the time because markets don't do normal. They do abnormal. In the short run, in the long run, they do normal, 10% gravitational pull to the equator. Have a great Seven Cares Day. I'm looking forward to being over there in a little bit, and have a great rest of the weekend. We'll talk to you next week.